welcome back to Give It a Chai. My name is Quinn and I'm drinking organic black Assam tea today. Good morning. This is Lily. I am drinking organic Darjeeling autumnal black tea from Sullivan Street Tea and Spice Company. Good morning again. Ah, yeah, we're doing this in the morning because we're drinking a straight loose leaf black tea and we are playing in a new realm of tea today for Lily and I. And we're going to try our hands at tassiography. What is that, Lily? Tassiography? Thanks for asking. So this is the study of reading tea leaves. And it comes from the French word tassi for cup and the Greek suffix graph for writing. And it's set to have origins in Asia, the Middle East, and ancient Greece. Okay, so what we know this today, or modern tea leaf reading, began in the 17th century when tea was introduced from China to Europe. And so this one book called Reading Tea Leaves, and the author is just a Highland seer. So this was written in 1881, and this offers the comprehensive list of standard tea leaf symbols and their meanings, along with sample configurations and interpretations. So this is sort of like the Bible of tea leaf reading. Most people use to interpret their their uh, symbols in their tea leaves. Quinn and I are currently drinking our black tea right now. And so at the end, we'll actually invert the cup and have our tea leaves red. And traditionally, we have to read each other's tea leaves Mm -hmm. um, for this to work. Okay, so further on, later in the U.S., the tea parlors opened in the 1800s, with tea becoming more and more popular in this country. And then after World War I, uh, women in the U.S. began opening their own tea parlors and for business, you know, they would serve snacks and they would also offer to read their tea leaves. So this sort of practice offered this sense of community and bringing people together and everything. So it's, it's supposed to be that reading tea leaves is supposed to you're supposed to be able to like read people's minds or there's a level of clairvoyance. Um, I remember when we did this before, Quinn. I didn't know what that meant. I just thought it was a person's name, clairvoyance or being clairvoyant. <laughs> That's not actually true. It just means you're able to read people's minds. Traditionally, you know, these people aren't mind readers. It was just sort of like a fun practice. Like, oh, there's a line in your tea leaves. What could this mean? You know, the point is that anyone can do this and you can do it from home. And that is what Quinn and I are doing today. So that was just a little bit of backstory there but the whole point is that we are going to read our tea leaves yeah I think I remember um part of the history in like the U.S. and like the U.K. is that during like the second world world war something this was popular with women yes and like doing it for each other Mm -hmm. which is really interesting because what a weird hobby (laughs) Well, right. And also it became sort of a practice between women because it was meant to be passed down from generations. And I think that's where that idea of like being clairvoyant came about where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, my mother did this and her mother before her and they passed down this power almost to me. Now I'm able to read tea leaves. And in terms of like a business idea, you go to a tea parlor, right? And you're drinking tea and someone comes up to you. It's like, hey, would you like to get your tea leaves read? So it was sort of another means of the business and making people stay there longer, therefore buying more things. So I just think it's, you know, another example of women being badasses in the business realm. 
that's I assume is kind of how it began, especially during or directly after a war when most of the men were off doing that, the women are filling in the space left behind. So that's where this came about. I even included a picture of our one of our favorite protagonists, Claire Fraser Randall, Beach and all that from Outlander. Heck yeah. Okay, so Lily and I are currently drinking our black tea, loose leaf just in the cup. Yes. And actually Davis too, because we're going to force him to participate. And as we're drinking, we both are um, thinking of a question or a set intention that we would like to learn more about from our tea leaves. So that's kind of like the getting ready process for this. Officially, these are the instructions. You brew a cup of tea and assemble your teacup, preferably a white or light color, to allow you to see the leaves uh, configurations more clearly. You're going to put hot water and loose tea leaves into the cup. Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. The contents of a tea bag will not work because those are too finely cut and ground to create identifiable forms. So it needs to be like truly loose leaf tea. Yes. It is recommended that beginners use simple, loose black tea leaves. So like nothing in your tea, nothing flavored. Right. I think we've pretty much done that. Yeah. I had like this pineapple black tea and I was like, ooh, that sounds good. And then I read that and I was like, mm, maybe not. Well, you know, I was going to use the market, market, is it market spice? The one you sent yeah. me, the breakfast blend. And then uh -huh. I realized I already drank all of it. So I was like, oh. Well, oh my gosh, you drank all of it. Is it good? Did you like it's it? It's so good. I had it on like two separate days. I did full pots. Once your uh, leaves are in the cup and it's weird, but you are not using a tea ball, a teapot, tea strainer, none of that. You're putting the loose leaf tea directly in the cup, hot water over it. And then as Quinn was saying, you're drinking it as you're setting your intention. And the key here is to think of something specific, because if you are thinking of a general ask you're, you're going to get a general answer so if you're just going to think of i want a successful 2022 you're going to get a pretty vague reading i got all of my grandma's china so i used one of uh, the teacups from her set because i feel like it's just good for this kind of thing and i feel like it also lends itself well to like the like you're saying like the generational part of everything i i love that too because i wonder if the base of a teacup determines like the shape of the, so yours yeah. is like that, and I kind of have this wider one. Okay, so now I'm pretty sure I'm I'm close to uh, the bottom here. So at this point, I'm gonna read this little blurb here, just so we're all up on the vocab. The person, okay. Quinn and I, the person who are seeking answers in the divination practice as tas as of tassiography, we're referred to as the querent. Q U E R E N T. Okay, so ready? Now we'll begin the practice. So when there is about oh. a tablespoon, I know, of liquid remaining in the cup, we can begin the swirling and turning ritual. Ready? Holding the cup in the left hand. Okay. Okay. Swirl it three times from left to right. Okay, so that's counterclockwise. So, so okay, I think that's three. All right, next, also with the left hand, slowly and carefully invert the cup over a saucer. All right, let's do this. This will be hilarious. Oh, and it spilled everywhere. I am very nervous. Ah! Oh, it wasn't the worst. I think though, Quinn, it's because you're actually, once again, the theme of give it a chai, Quinn <laughs> uses their correct equipment. Lily does 
not. As I'm about to soak up what I spilled with a piece of paper again. Also, also goes with the theme of give it a try. So we're going to leave the cup upside down for approximately one minute, then rotate it three times. And it doesn't say directionally which way. So, you know, this probably has a couple more seconds. Turn the cup back upright, positioning the handle due south. I'm sorry. Are we navigators? Is there a compass on the iPhone? All right. Dave would understand this reference, so I'll keep it in. We need Nami right now, okay? We need Nami the Navigator, okay? She's the only reason anyone survives in One Piece, all right? Dave will agree with me. Okay, I found South. It's been a minute, or it's been a minute, and rotate it three times, okay. Turn the cup back upright, positioning the handle due South, okay. I need my compass again. (laughs) Okay, so we've done that. Now take a picture of it with the flash on, and we're going to send it to each other. Okay. All right. Quinn and I, after some uh, minor difficulties, we'll explain them. Uh, We probably just left a little too much liquid in, but ultimately it's fine. So we just took a picture of our tea leaves and we're sending it to each other because we cannot read our own tea leaves. Okay, you have to have someone else read it, which makes sense. We have positioned the handle due south and the tea leaves should be stuck in the cup in a variety of shapes and clusters embedded with insights and answers now. It's time to tell their story. Okay, so as Quinn and I are receiving our T symbols, we will begin analyzing them. And the whole key to this is that we're just saying the first things that come to our head. It doesn't have to be like, this is a bridge, this is a cross, this is a sun. It's whatever shape that we can think you're of. You're going to get mine, and I know what you're going to say. Anyway. I would love for you to know what mine is. All right, so Quinn, just off the bat, Quinn and I could not be more opposite, <laughs> just in terms of the clump. Literally. Clumpiness. All right, uh, I'll go first. All right, so I have Quinn's tea leaves in my, on my phone here. And we took a picture with the flash to get the ultimate effect. So what we're getting here is not a lot of tea leaves. You're getting sort of towards the center as a larger clump. And then sort of swirling on the outside are more separated pieces. And then right above the main clump, there's this clump that's in a line and it's sort of diagonal with some bits that are piecing off of that. So in terms of the shape of what this could be, what I think is more of like the clump and then all of the shapes around it are like fragmented. To me, it looks very much like a swirl besides that one kind of line that's a diagonal. So I'm going to say what this feels like to me is like a swirl, sort of like um, uh, eclipse type of situation. And then honestly, this thing up top, this diagonal shape, it kind of looks like Raya and the last dragon, that dragon, which is that dragon. I don't remember the name of the dragon. Sisu. But the dragon, Sisu? Yeah. But that dragon is very skinny and it does have like little, um, I don't think it has wings, but it has something on its back. Anyway, that's what that reminds me of. So, and these, both of these pictures are going to be on our Instagram so you can see for yourself. But yeah, what I'm getting from this is you get a, clump in the middle and then swirls around it that are fragmented and then above it diagonal is the dragon from Ryan the last dragon all right that's what we're going with for Quinn's all right so the first thing that jumped out to me was actually the negative space on the left hand side and it looks like a pear with like something dropping off of it but it looks like a pear hmm okay um and then there's a little negative space on like the upper right hand that sort of looks like a tiny horse 
Yeah, I see it. And then coming up the side of the cup is something that looks like a paper airplane or like an arrow mm. or something like that. So those were the three shapes that I like definitely see. I feel you definitely did this last time where I went for the shape, the tea leaves, and you went for the negative space. And I can't remember <laughs> officially in the practice of tassiography what you're supposed to do, but I love how we both went to that. Once again, we're consistent characters. <laughs> we are. Yeah, because mine is more of like a, a clump uh, of tea leaves. So there's not a lot to get from the actual shape of the tea leaves. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Okay, so there are some some shapes that mean things. I looked a couple of them up too. Okay. Interestingly enough, I thought that the pear thing was the most like specific and we weren't going to find anything. Yeah. And of the three shapes I said, that's the one that's like really specific. Mm, okay. Um, so there is pear listed and it says it means... Wealth, social status, possibly a financially beneficial business move or marriage. So, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to read into that. But then Uh there is, I looked for like paper airplane. There isn't one of those. There is aircraft, such as airplanes or balloons. So I guess it would fall under that. And that says unsuccessful projects. So you will both succeed and not succeed. Okay, I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it, honestly. And then, what was the other thing I said? A horse. Mm. I don't see anything about a horse. They have mm-hmm, goats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's look up yours. Because in my very s- simple list here, like the main tea leaf reading symbols, because I did mention spiral, and you do have that. So spiral just means creativity, which makes sense. But I'm going to look up what dragon could mean. Oh, here we go. I found horse. Okay. Oh, this is all about, like, the positioning, too. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, horse at the top of the teacup. Is that... That's where it is. Okay. An indication that now is the time to utilize the power bestowed upon you to make everything around you positive. You have to work tirelessly hard because you have all the energy required to achieve whatever you have dreamt of in life. Okay. You have to be a go-getter, and it will... I'll be yours as the freedom of choice firmly rests in your hands. Life is all about achieving your goals until the day you die. That's scary. Wow, your teacup got intense this time. Sorry. My teacup got a little intense. I So I looked up quickly dragon and this one website, The Daily Tea says, dragons precaution seekers to let their hands and, nope, to let their heads and good sanity lead decision making. An upcoming, possibly terrifying event will require it in order for the seeker to come out successful. I'm sorry, Quinn. Ah. <laughs> uh. So with that, what are we getting from the tea leaves? So for Quinn, we got spiral. Yeah, I'm just going to write down kind of what we... And it doesn't... I mean, obviously, officially, it is the person who's reading the tea leaves interpretation. But like, what, what would your interpretation be of your own tea leaves? Like, what are you seeing? Is it something else that I didn't see? Or what would the negative space suggest? Because you got some good negative space as well i don't see anything in mine at all i just see the swirl i think it's it to me it's like an explosion because there's the center part and then it's all fragmented but i'm gonna interpret that as a spiral Mm -hmm. and then quinn said pear uh paper airplane and horse so that makes 
so much sense. Love it. Okay. Generally, yours is creativity. And then what was the dragon one? It is... I don't know, something scary happening, but yep. use my head to navigate it. Exactly. Ah. Lead to their heads and good sanity lead decision making. Okay, so that's a yeah. problem because I don't have that sanity thing anyway. Maybe you don't, but maybe someone close to you does, which then that is the person that helps you. You know, I think this is the mm. whole interpretation part of it, right? Okay. That's fair. I, I just love the phrase an upcoming, possibly terrifying event. Great. Dragons precaution seekers to let their heads and good sanity lead decision making. And then mine is, what does a pair mean? Oh, it's like, you'll be successful, also not successful. No, no, no. The pair was like, definitely successful. It was um... success and marriage. Uh, yeah, that was like tacked onto the end there. That was weird. We're going to ignore that one. So um, it says money benefits or relief from disease is what this other website says okay so what i got for quinn we got this the spiral and the dragon so for you we have creativity right and sanity and your brain leading you through a potentially terrifying crisis are you excited no thank you well i hate that for me well and for me basically i have like uh success there was also an element of not success and then also uh, not relief from disease which that's a little too close right now for everyone no one wants oh, to talk yeah. about disease no thank this you it's very scary the next part of this is revealing kind of what we were thinking about during our tea drinking and like what okay, okay you go first me first uh so i was thinking about like will there be career change career advancement difference in job that kind of thing um i applied for like a dream job i didn't know existed that i'm probably not qualified for but i really want so it was kind of like all thoughts around that okay so <laughs> not a great sign <laughs> I will say that this came from one website, Dragon. Okay, just a quick, another quick Google search about the dragon. So this is called Good Witch's Homestead. Okay, so Dragon, this website is saying large and sudden changes, which I like better. So for for Dragon, let's just interpret that as a, a large change. So it could be bad, terrifying. <laughs> catastrophic possibly but it seems as though a dragon is supposed to mean that there's going to be a very large change of good some or sort good or bad but i think what it's supposed to mean is that it's going to be pretty life altering life thank you life altering so it's not going to be like hey you know here's this new person starting at your job no it's going to be like hey you're going to move to london because you just got a job at the guinness factory hi it's your dream job terrifying but I think that could also, I think any positive life changes also can be slightly terrifying. I think anytime I move, I always have a sense of fear because it's like, what am I doing? So you know what, Quinn? We're going to make a positive out of this and say that you're going to have some big, possibly terrifying changes, not necessarily negative, but 
you're going to have your sanity and your brain and your husband who also can represent sanity too <laughs> he does navigate you through all of that yeah so I, that's how we're gonna interpret it okay i love it thank you and also you got your spiral so I, what i uh-huh. am gonna interpret it as it's going to be a large dramatic change in your life let's say this year something having to do with creativity right or you'll just continue to do creative things which I, you always have done in your life you know because you're yeah. just very artistic person so maybe this could have to do with like your photography maybe that turns into more of like a business and then that propels you into some other career or it could be your you're hearing back from one of these jobs so i like it very much i remember when we did this before you had a totally different different interpretation which i think makes sense because we change rapidly from year to year from month to month and what we want in our life changes so I like it. All right. It's not, it's going to be terrifying, but in a positive way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What was yours? So what I was thinking about was I, I currently live in a studio apartment. And so I was thinking a lot about changes in my living um, for this next year. So I'm going to be moving out in June and just sort of thinking about not only where I want to live, but what I want to move into my every time I mention this, my mother feels the need to bring up living in a condo or buying a house. And I immediately refute that idea because I'm like, hi, where's the money for this mom? What do you think? The millennial curse. Yeah, the millennial curse. And, you know, I'm obviously not a young, a young child anymore. Um, I'm at, you know, at the age where we're starting to make these larger decisions, I never thought I would be in a position of like, let's consider buying a home. But I think it's not about that. It Like, as my mom tries to explain to me, it's not about living in this house or this condo forever. It's about, you know, building equity. And instead of spending however much money on rent, you'll probably spend that or less money on paying your mortgage. Things I never thought about. Never. Yeah. I'm just like, I'll just live in a studio apartment, you know, until whenever. So I've been thinking a lot about that lately and what changes are coming for my life in this year, uh, especially in terms of where I'm living and where I want to set down my roots. That's been a very heavy on my mind lately, because I think any time you're buying a house or considering making that commitment, you're also making a commitment to that particular city or that particular state that you want to like set down your roots in. And I think that honestly really scares me because I don't know where I want to live forever. But I think too, what I have to remember is that nothing is permanent. Nothing needs to be permanent. I can stay in one place for a year. I can stay there five years. I can stay there 10 years and I can leave when I want to, uh, depending on the changes in my life. So based on that thought, what I got was, it seemed like a mixture of uh, a successful event. (laughs) What was the other ones? A successful event. What was the horse? Actually, it makes a lot of sense to me with this one. It was like, you have like the freedom and you have the moment right now to make the choice to do what is best for you. And all you have to do is put in the work and like work your ass off and it will happen. Right. Okay. So yeah. And like wealth and and good things. So like, I don't know, maybe you're going to buy a studio apartment 
that like you live in for a bit and then you rent it out and you right. make money on it. I don't know. I'm sorry. That sounds like absolute hell to me to own a studio apartment. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to live here. I don't want to be here forever. I would love to live in a like adorably quaint tiny little two bedroom house. Okay, that's my that's my dream. I want a little tiny little cozy two bedroom house. Live your cottage core dreams. That is my yeah, my cottage core dream. And there's a super adorable area uh, north of here. So I'm in um, Providence, Rhode Island, where it's like the woodsy uh, uh, area of Providence. It's literally where they filmed Hocus Pocus 2, which I feel I've mentioned multiple times. And that area yes. is so adorable. One of my coworkers lives up there and I'm just like, I want to live across the street from a, a like a haunted barn. And I want to have pumpkins everywhere. And I want to have my tea and I want to look like this all the time. Harry Potter, you know, it's just, it's a vibe, okay? She's doing, by the way, when she said look like this, she's doing like the tea haunch where you like hold it up and then like squish your shoulders. I call it the tea haunch. I love that. That might have to be the title, the tea haunch. <laughs> it's true. I was doing that. But yeah, I've been, I've been thinking about that a lot too. And I think what surprised me is that I feel every 20 something has this feeling where you're 21, 22, and you're just like, you know, living your life, paying rent, you know, you're not really thinking of what's my five year plan? What am I doing next year? It's more of just like, all right, can I pay my rent? Can I get groceries? What am I doing for fun? You know, that's kind of the plan. Like, where am I going on vacation next? And then you get down the road. And here we are in our late 20s, where you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, people are getting married, people are buying houses, people have kids. And like, you just sort of question what happened in the past five or six or seven years where all of this just really went very quickly and I feel like now I'm in a position where I'm like hold on am I like supposed to be playing catch up am I supposed to be buying a house am I supposed to be thinking about these things and obviously it's important to know that everyone works at their own pace and no one's life is more correct than anyone else's obviously but I think every late every person in their late 20s comes to this point where you're just like, um, what am I supposed to be doing in terms of this adult yeah. section of my life? And I've been very much feeling that in the past couple of weeks. I mean, I feel like even like I've gotten married, I've bought a house, but I'm yeah. still like, what am I doing? I feel like <laughs> I'm having a quarter life crisis. Yeah. I'm like, I need a new job. I need to live somewhere else. Yeah. Like whatever. And I don't know that any of that is really true. It's just like, I feel like everyone does this at this point. You're, yeah, it's not that it's like not true or whatever. It's just like what you're feeling at the moment and it's not bad. Because it, obviously it doesn't mean like you hate your life or I hate my yeah. life. It's just like, oh, you know, I guess I have the freedom to sort of question these things and to really think about what I want versus like what I'm just trying to do to survive in this life. Like I have been afforded this uh, privilege to actually be like, hold on, what could make me happy? And like, what are the steps to get there? Um, but then also facing the fact that, oh, I don't have the maybe time that I used to have, which just sounds so weird. Obviously, we are objectively very young people, but I, I'm getting that feeling a lot where I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm not 20 anymore. I can't be like, whatever, mom, I'll just deal with that in five years. Okay. I can't even rent a car. All right. I don't know what car insurance is. And now you're like, wait, help me go to the DMV. <laughs> what is this <laughs> so it's too real yeah I I didn't expect 
us to i mean obviously we're reading tea leaves it's going to be talking about our lives oh yeah should we uh should we grab dave and do his real quick before we close out here i would love to do dave's okay let's do it okay all right. lily all right what are you seeing let's take a glance now dave isn't the tea leaves okay it's like a blob yeah well that mine looked also exactly like a blob all right dave we're getting <laughs> okay yeah this one sucks blob there is like something in the side too yeah what that i would like say a frog we're, we're gonna do the the quinn and look at the negative space here's what i'll say quinn you can oh no i don't think this. that is but that looks like a frog you can translate this to dave so the blob, there's one side of it that's more of like a straight line with a notch in it. So I'm going to interpret that as sort of like a winding path, right? Oh, kind yeah, of okay. like a, a path. And it looks like the middle part is trying to go on the inside. So, but the same thing with yours, Quinn, there's the central blob, and then there's the pieces that are fragmented outside of it. Okay, if I were to just distill this into a image though it's just a it's a square like what is this i almost think it looks like a sleeveless t-shirt which works with dave's personality you know like the, the top collar and so lily sees a tank top i mean i really do do you see what i'm saying like there's the top part yeah it's like right dips. here yeah exactly yeah i um, that's what i, I think. see a frog okay and then you sit like a winding path, which I agree with. Well, I, yeah, there's definitely something there on the side where it notches in. I just don't really know what to call that. I'm looking up frog. When a frog is found at the top of the teacup, it means that you have transformed yourself into a character that everyone wants to associate with. You have been reborn in your old self with all its negativities gone. You are no <laughs> longer unclean. And that has made you be more prosperous and have everything in plenty. Sure. Dave, you are no longer unclean. <laughs> On the website I'm looking at, Good Witch's Homestead, I'm not really seeing much for what I was seeing. Because I don't know if they have stuff for necessarily clothing. Okay, here we go. For like a path or a roadway, would you call that the top or the middle of the teacup or the bottom? It's definitely uh, the bottom, I would the say. The bottom? Yeah. A roadway at the bottom of the teacup means different things depending on how it is shaped. If it is a dark roadway, it means you are... Was it a dark one? No, because it's the... I would say it's the negative space, so I would say it's the light. Is it smooth and steady? Or is it bumpy and rough? It's definitely, you know, winding. I would say a winding path. So for this where it says lines, journey on a road, if wavy, uncertain path. If it's smooth and steady, it means you are on the wrong path with your goals, and it is high time you changed and focused on the right things. Interesting. Figure your ish out, Dave. I'm going to quit and just live in the woods. I wish. But like the swamp woods. No, not the swamp woods. Everything. You can't be right. actual Florida man. Gators. Nope, no, come back here. Dave's goal can just be to live under the underpass and become the Florida troll, and maybe that's this plays into Quinn's interpretation of uh, terrifying changes that you have to deal with your husband becoming a Florida troll. So my tea leaves said that something terrifying was happening, but with my sanity and my brain, I would make it through. Yeah. Okay. We all know that's a joke. I'll live on the other side of the overpass. The jerky guy will get the one side and I get the other. Un underpass turf wars. Florida, Florida turf wars. Anyway, well, now we've read all the tea leaves. 
right. Thank you, Dave, for letting us interpret your uh, beautiful life. Closing thoughts on reading tea leaves. Much like any of these practices, how you interpret it is like 90% of it, 95% of it, I would say. So as Quinn and I, we're just having fun with this. But if you really want to get into this, then you could really like research the symbols and really figure out what they mean. But I think generally you are ultimately in control of your own life and your own success and your own, you know, downfalls and how you recover from that. So I think always keep that in mind. That's how I live. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of what we got from it. Quinn, what are your, what are your kind of final thoughts on Tassiography? What are you, what are you thinking about it? I would like to do it one day with someone who like really knows about it and like knows what they're looking for and talking about. Absolutely. I would like to do that honestly with, all kinds of like I want to have my tarot cards read one day and like do the palm reading thing like I want to try all of it once from people who are like actual readers of things I 100% agree if we uh if anyone out there uh is more familiar with tassiography or knows someone who actually practices this uh tea leaf reading yeah we would love to talk to them to get more knowledge about it like I was saying Quinn and I you know we're doing this you know, for fun, but it would be cool to actually have someone to really interpret your tea leaves. Uh, I really do enjoy these things. You know, we just have to drink more of the liquid scenes. Yeah. We did it right with Dave's. We did it right with Dave's, definitely. This is also the second time we've done this together because we uh, yeah. did this initially very early on in our recording and we didn't really know what we were doing. So we lost that recording, <laughs> but yeah. it was very fun both times. But yeah, that's that's it. If you would love to read your own tea leaves and then tell us what your interpretations are, please send those to us. Give it a chai pod at gmail.com. And on our Instagram, uh, Quinn's going to post the pictures of our actual teacup so that you can see for yourselves and then say like, hey, wait, Quinn, I definitely saw something else. Yeah, read, read our tea leaves. Read our tea leaves. Just let us know, okay? I think that... We would love that. Also, and that is at Give It a Chai Pod across all socials. Also, another uh, call for the listeners. We still have three tea pets that Quinn received for Christmas that need some names. So send us your name ideas, either to the email or Instagram, our socials, whatever. We would love some names. As Quinn was saying, all of them are gender fluid. Whatever names you want for them, let's get some ideas going. All right. I'll post pictures of them separately. For yes, sure. we have the little, oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So first we have the little ducks that change color when the tea is poured on them. And then there is the, the oh my God, the little pig, little cutie pig. And then I believe it's uh, Merida. Yep. Toothless the dragon, a little gargoyle boy. If that description wasn't enough, Quinn's going to post pictures on the Instagram. <laughs> of them so that you can see because I feel like in naming something you need to see what it is you know yes first so we would love some ideas on that too so send us the things at give it a chai pod we would just love to hear from you uh happy new year I don't care that it's almost at the end of January I'm gonna still say happy new year come at come at me okay you know we have some ideas that are brewing I think we're gonna get some uh lapsing sushong episodes up there if I even tried to say that right Uh, but we have some ideas coming at you for the new year prepare yourselves it's gonna be exciting uh next week I think we're doing a tasting episode so 
get excited for that. I definitely am. I haven't tried any of these because I wanted to try them with Lily, so. Gonna be good. All right, see y'all. Have a great week. Thanks, Gary.